welcome to My Dumb Friends. I always get shit for my intro. That's how, that's how he starts it every time. Why do you get so excited? <laughs> That was so loud. I, I, know, I try to change my personality before the podcast. I could start it, but I just wait for you to do that. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, hey, what's up? You want to start? But you're, just like, you're always just like, okay, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but you got you to gotta throw or some pizzazz on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Morning Zoo Radio. That's what you do every time. Yeah. You this every single time. Well, I'd, you know, I'd just rather, you know. I don't know. I'm excited about what I do, Sean. You want to introduce our guest? I'm passionate. Bro. Guys, we, what a guest we have today. He's uh, one of my dear friends in comedy. Uh, he's he's had two half-hour special comedy. He writes for the Pete Holmes show right now. He's been on Louie Schumer show. Uh, please put your hands together for Joe DeRosa, everybody. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Looks just thrilled to be here. Right? <laughs> no, no, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Honestly. Thank you. Thank I was you. thinking about how you called it. Uh, Schumer show, and I was like, "Oh, that's oh, inside Amy Schumer." Yeah, but I, which I think is a good title, but I also was like, "Oh, Schumer show is a good ring to it as well." It right? Does. Yeah. I wonder if they kicked that around. Then I was like, well, "No, Chappelle well, show it sounds too much like that." Well, Comedy Central usually asks my advice. They do. They, they ask you to name all the shows. I was. I came up with Crow Mangdoon. Or whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, man, remember that show? Yeah. You, you, can, you know, actually, I gotta say, brush. everyone like because I know it was like a disaster for the network or whatever, but like. It was like a, you know, like, there should be a funny show lampooning that shit. Do you know what I mean? Right, Like, right. there should, like, they, somebody should be able to make that work. Yeah, but it wasn't point. funny. That was the I have, I only saw, like, one episode, but, you know. And did you laugh? I, I don't remember laughing. But, <laughs> there you go. You know. It was relevant at the time. It was still on the heels of, like, Xena and all that stuff. And it should have, oh, I, there yeah. should have been a show like that, you know, but it's just. It made sense. It just didn't work out. It happens. Yeah, it, it's just hard to, like, make, like, a genre movie like that. You know, and whether or not it turns into like hot fuzz or Dracula dead and loving it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's really tough. It always upsets me. I'm such a big Mel Brooks fan, but I don't like Dracula dead and loving it. Nothing anybody right. does. Uh, yeah, and I wanted to like that. Yeah, but Man you know, what? I'd rather movies. watch that. Than... And I love Leslie Nielsen. Like, yeah, I, I want it to be so funny, and it's just never funny. He made like besides Naked Gun though, an Airplane. It was just like. Every movie, you're like, oh, well, maybe this is good. He made yeah, a lot of. There's so many good ones that it's like they just overshadow. They made, I, there's two good ones, really. The no, first naked guy. No, go. History of the World's funny. great. History of the World. No, no, no. Leslie uh, Nielsen. Oh, Mel Leslie Brooks. Nielsen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm out of it. Sean okay. thought Mel Brooks made <laughs> naked guns all these years. <laughs> I, think that, I think the reason. I didn't even pick up that he said that. And I, mean, I, I hardly ever do like comedy nerd shit on this podcast, but I think like the reason that the, the later Leslie Nielsen movies didn't work is because everyone around him was silly as well. I love how you think this is comedy nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an opinion. The later Leslie Nielsen films. I mean, I don't want to get all Dana Gould on everybody. <laughs> but let's talk about these later Leslie Nielsen <laughs> pictures. You're a comedy nerd from 91. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, I'm, so trying to be, I'm trying to be deep, man. I said, I said this last night. Deep. I haven't told you this last night. And, uh... What was it? I was like, how are you doing to my girlfriend? She said, I'm okay. Why are you, why are you asking? And I'm like, well, I, know. I just think, you know, you're delicate. I said that. But then right after I said it, I need her in the pussy because I was trying to like get on top of her to spoon her to comfort her. And she was like, what the fuck? As soon as I called her, as I said, she was she, she thought I was kneeing her in the pussy as like a joke. That's so funny. After telling her. Yeah, she I was thought like, they no, were just, related? You're delicate. Oh, no, 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 pussy knee. Oh, my God. But yeah, it worked not, out. It was okay. It was okay. We're okay now. All right. Good. Good. You, good. you do that. You have like 
a poetic side where you you think you're going to say this really romantic Profound thing and you thing. say the, 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 the corniest shit I've ever heard. I don't know about that. Sure. What was the thing you said? What was the thing a while ago that we mentioned? That was like years ago. What was it again? Say it. It's a joke. Which one? So you can make fun of you for it. Which one? Uh... I wish. What was it? I wish I was a poet. I, what, what, no, I, I. Oh, I make a living with my words. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. You're talking about the first one ever that yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, come on, say it again. Well, my family got pissed off. Well, we already talked about that one, but my family got uh, <laughs> pissed off because I said, like, my sister was talking about her her uh, boy boyfriend or something, and I said, "The heart wants what the heart wants." <laughs> and they all shit on me for that. You just constantly uh, think you're in a movie. That's what it is. Yeah, I think you think I you're acting in a movie. in a movie all the time. All the time. Well, this is a yet. This is yet another way that uh, I always tell Danny reminds me. I see a lot of myself in him. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a little older than him, not exceptionally, but you know, old enough that I can go. Yeah. Oh, I was there, and I relate to you a lot with yeah. because I go I did that too but I used to do that I used to say dramatic things I remember once in relationships or just in life I remember yeah. once Dean Edwards made fun of me forever because I said uh, we were Caroline's and I was dating I was dating uh, this girl and it was she was she was like on the wait staff there and we were having a fight or whatever and we didn't talk for a long time blah 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 and then years later I ran into her at, at Caroline's, and we were talking and kind of having the like, "Hey, it's good to see you. Sorry, it's been weird for all these years." Right? Yeah. Like maybe we can get past this thing or whatever. And so we had that talk in the green room, and I walked out and I sat down in the showroom next to Dean Edwards, and he goes, "Oh, hey, man, what's going on?" And I just go, "Settling old scores." <laughs> <laughs> Something an assassin would say. I know. I think. I think Dean said that. I think he was like, I don't like how you sat down like you're some fucking assassin. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. I didn't realize how stupid it was. So like it came out of my mouth. But I always used to say really stuff like that. And it's the the worst thing too because. Like, you have that aspect, but then you have the other aspect of personality that shits on that all the time. So it's like you're in this living hell. Like, if you were just a normal douchebag, you would never know. Because you're constantly just But if you're aware that, yeah. of your douchiness, yeah, you're it's like, like a private You're hell. self-aware 99% of the time. And then yeah, you and then you say like that, that yeah. and then all of a sudden afterwards you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right, right. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, right. settling old scores is, like, way different. Like, that's not that's what you not did. Even what that's happened. not even what you did. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, like, you said that was like it was a rivalry, and you were like, <laughs> I got you now, bitch. No, no, it was, there was definitely a rivalry Oh, to it. okay, okay, we okay. Were at, I thought you meant there was an old relationship, and it was like... We were at hard odds for a long time, so like, right. having this discussion was kind of like, can we just settle this? But it still isn't settling a score. <laughs> settling a score is like a revenge thing. You revenge thing, right. yeah, yeah. This, was like, this is more like just, like, uh, burying the hatchet. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the most, yeah. douche, one of the douchiest things someone ever said to me is me and this guy were about to fight at a party. And we got separated, and he yells, "We're all jesters and fools." <laughs> this is the worst. W- thing would ever. you go a drama high school? <laughs> yeah, it was like it was somebody I knew from theater school. <laughs> what did that mean? We're all je- like, we are stupid to get in this fight. Yeah. Oh, that was his way of saying like, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, dumb. not even. But he was like waxing poetically in the whole barbarity of man. You know <laughs> was, that kind was of. Was he thing. wearing oh, a theater cape God. when he was doing it? He was. We were both drunk and. You We're know. all just what an asshole! <laughs> and I want to go nuclear on him, like, oh yeah, well your friend fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> what a fucking asshole, man! Yeah, he went, and I was—he was in the theater department with you. Uh, yeah, he was like a year above me. Were you in shows together? No, he was a year above. Oh, oh no, a year. Yeah, I'm sorry, a cl- I got 
He got out right when I got in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this um, is a party. This is like a theater party, then. Yeah, dude, I said so many fucking horrible. <laughs> I would quote, like, Eugene O'Neill to try to get laid. Jesus. With women and cops. I mean, it was disgusting. Who did you think would know what you were talking about? <laughs> Eugene O'Neill's Dear granddaughter? Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst when you have to explain why a quote's important after you... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a brave new world. It was a really important book. <laughs> There's a lot of Eugene O'Neill fans out there, but I, I just would be hard pressed to find a woman that would be able to quote it in conversation, or a man, a college too, age woman. Right. Well, as I knew all the depressing ones, huh? I knew all the depressing ones. That's you. You should have been. You're like a like lost Woody Allen character. Like you should live on the Upper West Side. <laughs> like one of the sad ones. Discuss <laughs> orgasms between you're, men and women at a you're party. You're one of the people somewhere. bro by Danny Rose represented. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, you really want to be that, like, I think deep down you want to, be, like, you, your whole exterior is woodcutter. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that's what you want to be. I think deep down you're like this, like, you want to, like, read the New Yorker. And, yeah, even though I'm not, like, smart enough for it, but I'm too dumb for the post. I, I mean, don't I'm know. too smart for the post, but I'm too dumb. Too dumb for the time. New Yorker. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm in that category too. Yeah, it's that weird thing where you're like you're too smart for clubs, too dumb for alt rooms. <laughs> that like, miserable place to be as a comedian. Where like no group can ever warm warm to you. I don't think I'm too smart for clubs. Do you think that? What about yourself? No, sometimes I think that about me, but I've been doing better at clubs. I used to be. Well, I think I, could, I, I would eat my. Sh- like, right after I did Fallon, I would eat my dick at clubs constantly. It was, it was probably because you had, like, an arrogance about you. Yeah. After the I, Probably because I had, like, five minutes, honestly. Oh, well, then you that's know what it. I mean? But I don't think... I think all comedians... And when I say all, I mean all but a, a small sliver. I think all comedians, even the ones that get very angry when somebody says something like, I don't like to perform in the clubs. Uh, you know, I think all comedians are too smart for certain clubs. Yeah. There are certain clubs. I love... I play clubs all the time. I don't have any qualms with comedy clubs. I also don't have any qualms with the downtown rooms. There are guys on either side of that argument that oh, it, hate on both. And both are like... They're great clubs and they're great all downtown rooms. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, they're so there's both also. I mean, fuck, man. Like, you know, I think like a great show at the stand is the same thing as like a great whiplash show. You know what I mean? Like both yeah, are really yeah. fun and both aren't that hard. I mean, both are run really well. Yeah, know? yeah. You can, like, the, you know, Caroline's or Gotham. Like, there are clubs where you can go and have a really great time. Yeah, yeah. It's a really nice audience. Then there are other clubs uh, around the country that are just fucking brutal. They're yeah, absolutely <laughs> brutal. Just brutal. Like, where I, they'll tell you, like, what to tell you. Like, they'll tell you something right before you go on stage. And by the way, can you just not say uh, fuck shit, dick? <laughs> like, you'll, uh, yeah. you'll say all that stuff. The only one I'll ever name names on, I never... You know, because what good does it bring? But the one that I will name you can names on. <laughs> no, no, don't. I own what I'm about to say. Uh, and I'll say something really positive to balance out the negative that I'm about to say. Uh, some of my favorite clubs are The Stand in New York. I love Caroline's. I love Gotham. I love The Stand. I love um, the Punchline Rooms. Uh, I love the Helium Clubs. Uh, uh, now here comes many, the shit. <laughs> there are many wonderful clubs out there that I love playing. Here's a club I'll never play again. It's a fucking rotten shithole. And I hope... Uh, I don't this know. I don't no, want to no, wish bad things on no, 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 no. But, but uh, there's a club in Marco Island, Florida called <laughs> Off the Hook. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this place. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. And why is it called Off the Hook? Well, not, not like in the... 
like hip hoppy way. It's, not like it's off the hook. It's a good time here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fish restaurant. <laughs> so it literally means off the hook. Uh, and I had the worst weekend of my life ever. As a comedian, I mean, performing there. It was the only time I was, I believe, almost sent home. Really? Yeah. Almost. Uh, I wasn't. I, God, would I have loved to have been. God damn, would I have loved it if they just sent me home. Um, it's just a hard, it's horrible. It's You, you just take take like a red lobster. and Put Dis- a stage in a red lobster? Put a stage in a red lobster, but then Disneyland up that red lobster with like a lot of fish nets and fake crabs and things like right. that you yeah. know like like theme it up a bit yeah like, uh, like, a, like, a, like a seafood hard rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then also go to a red lobster and be like hey what uh what percentage of your uh customer demographic thinks that dinner occurs at 3 30 p.m <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like uh these people over here uh, with back problems. Yeah. <laughs> okay, could you fill my whole comedy show with those people? Everyone's just a hundred uh, years old. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know what? We couldn't fill all the seats with old people. Uh, so, is there any way we could get some entitled, fake-titted uh, trophy rifles? <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> So you got fucking worst. Was the most hecklers ever for you? Was it was it people heckling, or was it more just like they were just the shittiest um, people? The first night was the first night was fine. Uh, like it, it was, I will say this: like when I the gig was wrought with problems from the beginning. Um, like it's just one of those gigs that you just take it and you you, you know your agent yeah. calls you and goes, "It pays this," and you go, uh, "Okay, yeah," and you don't really think about it. And then, like, when you start, like, after the contracts have been signed and all that stuff, you start examining the details, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> they put me in a hotel, like, t- wait a minute. That hotel's, like, 25 minutes from the club, and they won't pick me up? <laughs> Is that for real? That's what yeah, happened. yeah. They gave me... They gave me a stipend for a rental car, and I was like, okay, well, at least they gave me money for a rental car. Wait a minute. They only gave me enough to get a car for, like, two days? And you start realizing, like, I'm losing this much money, so that means I'm not making this much or whatever. And, like, and I, so right off the bat, I'm just like, what the fuck, man? And I knew other people that had played the club that that stayed right across the street. So I was talking to them, and they'd be like, why are you staying? Why didn't he put you right across the street? Yeah. So now you're already, before you even get to the like, club, you you're in yeah. that, that headspace of like, what the fuck, man? Why are you treating right. me like a goddamn dog and putting me out Yeah, already? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I pulled up to the club with all that in my head, and then I start walking up to the club. And once I saw where it was located <laughs> and what the place was, it was located in a in a mini mall like a strip mall kind of thing uh but not like run down strip mall like, like not nice like actually used actually like people actually go to it like a like a place that only the most daft boring people could be entertained by. that's the only way i could explain it like a fucking mini mall with like, like holy shit it's a cheesecake factory next to a best buy yeah <laughs> my, all my needs are satisfied. <laughs> yeah well but it was but it was it was worse than that like like it was like 
I don't know how to explain it. It was just so painfully white. That's like the only way I could, could, could explain right. it. It was so fucking painfully white. And I pulled up and I was just like, uh, this doesn't look promising. This doesn't look like it's going to be okay. And then I started walking up to the restaurant uh, where I was performing and I realized like, oh shit, it's a fucking restaurant. <laughs> and dude, I can't tell you the feeling of dread. Like... It was. It wasn't like this is going to suck. It wasn't like God damn it. I wish I got better gigs. It yeah. wasn't any of those things. It was an, a feeling of absolute dread, <laughs> like through my heart and soul, where I was just like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> like, like standing like on the edge of like a cliff. You know, like you got to jump. You're like, I can't. I can't do it. And. Uh, <laughs> And dude, I walked in, and uh, it's called Captain Brian's Off the Hook. <laughs> you know he comes out with an eye patch on. Dude, it's not almost. even a sea captain <laughs> name, really. Almost. When I met the guy, I go, I go, hi, I'm Joe Rose. He goes, Joe, I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the captain of this restaurant? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. And, uh, and, uh, but I was like trying to, he seemed nice. So I was right, like, right. you know, I'm not going to be a jerk to the guy. Like, he seems like a nice guy. Like, so, um, then, then he goes, uh, I go, I go, hey, he goes, you hungry? And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm hungry. And, I, and like, there's, they got this great, like, it's like spread, like this, this, like, raw bar of, like, and I see, like, lobsters and, like, crab legs and clams and, like, yeah. all this beautiful. The one yeah. good thing in this shithole of, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I go, he goes, you hungry? And I go, yeah. And I go, hey, man, it's your, it's your place. What do you recommend? <laughs> right? And he goes, the snapper's really good. Is it? Is it? I'm gonna have that fucking lobster. <laughs> the fucking snapper good. He's trying to lowball you on the yeah. food. Yeah, the yeah. fish I could afford when I was poor. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll get that the fucking fish. The chicken tenders are amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh... Some mozzarella sticks and Chex mix. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll just I'll, uh, so. So that like so now like it's just it's the, all bad these things are snowball yeah. snowballing right. now and I'm like this is gonna suck. So I get up, I do the first show. The first show's fine. It's 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 not great, but it's fine. And I'm like, oh, for what this is, if it's if it's like that the rest of the week, I can live with that. Yeah. And it was a long fucking week too. It was How many like, days? It was like Wednesday through oh. Sunday night. Oh, was, oh, like, oh there was show Sunday night. Yeah, there was a Sunday night oh, show. Oh my god, um, that's fucking brutal. That's five I think it was what, yeah, I think it was five nights and. Um, and uh, so anyway, so I do the the show and I go home. Next day, you know what? No, I think it was only four nights. It was Thursday because the next night's when the problem occurred. The next <laughs> night I go in, uh, I'm doing my show and um, there's a guy in the front row. Uh, I don't know. He's about 75 years old probably. And, you know, sort of a grizzled guy, like clearly like a war veteran looking kind right. of guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Like haggard. Salt of the earth, you know? Like, I, I usually get along great with, with guys like that. Like, they, right. us, they usually think I'm funny. <laughs> this guy did not. Uh, and I did a bit about, like, I go, you know, I'm not here to tell anybody what to believe or what not to believe. I personally don't believe in God. You know, and I worry. Like, now, do you if, feel at that place you had to preface like that? Or is the joke always preface like that? No, no, I would preface it like that a lot because yeah. I, I've always subscribed to the... 
you know, well, it's not even it's, it's not something to subscribe to. It's a fact. Like there's, it's cold hard fact that there are people much, much, much more smart uh, or intelligent than I am believe in God. that believe, believe in God. In God. Like yeah. so, I'm like, okay, I, I don't have the answer. I have no way of proving he doesn't believe. So, um, so I just would preface the bit like that. I thought it was a really diplomatic way to express my belief without saying fuck you to anybody. It is. And, um, and I did the bit and this guy in the front goes, uh, where do you you find your ass in a foxhole? Then let's see how much you don't believe in Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, What? Like, there's, a mess, there's a war that I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm in. The, by the way, I'm in the fire. <laughs> I wish I would have thought to say that. It would have been so funny. I wish I would have thought to say that. This is how far into the, into the set? Uh, about we're probably at a 40 minute mark. Oh Jesus doing about Christ! About an hour. So we're about 40 minutes right, well, in. This good. happens. You're, you're about almost out, at least. No, it's not good. <laughs> I wish I would have said something funny like that that you said, yeah. Dan. Instead, I chose to challenge him <laughs> about why God would be offended <laughs> if I chose only to believe him when I was in danger. <laughs> if I was God and you said, I believe in you now because there are bullets flying at me, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. You know, whatever. Yeah. And I start getting into it with this guy. He's, I was, look. I'm not going to sit here and act like a martyr. I was as wrong as he was. I couldn't let it go. I should have let it go, and I couldn't. Um, so he's he's coming at me, yelling at me, and then he starts going, "Let it go, buddy. Move on." And he's going like that with his hand, like oh, waving that's me. always that's the worst that. one. Yeah. dismissiveness. And he's going, "Move on, move on." And then I snap, and I'm like, "Don't you fucking tell me to move on at my fucking show? I'll fucking talk about this as long as I." So here's where now I'm wrong. <laughs> But I think you're right in there. I don't yeah, I was listen. I was right up until the point like like what should have happened was as that went far enough cordially right on my end that somebody should have stepped in and gotten the guy out of, of there. Of course, told yeah. Him, Shut up. Nobody did. Right. Of course, there's no security in this room. Yeah. So I just I was like, okay, whatever. And then then I lost my shit because now you're getting angry. Why isn't anybody doing anything? Why is this happening? Like, and then I didn't handle it well. So he ends up getting. Ejected finally, yeah. But I mean, it is awkward, you yeah. know. And I managed to salvage the show. The, there are people in there on my side, interesting mm-hmm. enough. Uh, and and I get through the show, and actually, that is interesting to me. I my mind goes, nobody was on your side. In that room. No, it, they didn't turn all against me. Yeah, like like he was he was being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I just re overreacted to that. Yeah, so I think right. most of the people were like, well, he overreacted, but that guy was an asshole, so we're going to stay and, like, ride this out. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that happens. I, uh, I The show ends. I go to the bar with the other comic. I have a few drinks. I go home. Next morning, my phone rings, 11 a.m. on a Saturday. It's my agent. And he's like, what happened? What'd you do last night? And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, what happened at the show? And I'm like, oh. So long story short, the owner who wasn't there and the staff who didn't intervene, somebody somewhere saw something about what happened yeah. with this incident, reported it back to the owner, and then the owner calls my agent, agent with this half-baked story about what went on and is like, what's wrong with this guy? He got a problem. Da, da, da. I explained to my agent what happened. My agent's like, "I got your back. Don't worry about it." Then the owner calls. Me. Oh, and the agent in closing goes, "Listen, I'm going to call now, but just one thing. He says you ran up a $250 uh, bar bill." No way. Yeah. And I go, "What?" And he goes, "He says you ran up a 200 
$50 bar. Maybe it was 150 I don't know. Whatever, remember. yeah. But it was like a big bar bill. I think it was 150 Yeah. And I go, I didn't, would not, what, no, I didn't do that. And he's like, all right, well, he's going to talk to you about it. So then the guy calls me, the captain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, he, he, I wish he would have used like meta. It would have been so funny if he Here's talked in like sea shanty metaphor. Yeah, I run a tight ship. And I don't yeah. like yeah, you're a barnacle of a comic. <laughs> we had some rough waters last night, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not mutiny. Mutiny's no good for anybody. Uh, so yeah, he goes. Uh, He's talking to me about it. And I go, listen, dude. It's it's like you know the guy's fucking yelling at me and did it. I go, listen. I don't mean to disrespect your venue, but like, I'm being really cool. And he was like, in his defense, he's like, you know what, dude? Don't worry about it. Let's clean slate it tonight. Let's right. have good shows. Like whatever. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, you know, I was a little upset with the bar tab. And I go, yeah, dude. What's this deal? What are you talking about with this bar tab? And he goes, says you ran up a hundred fifty dollar bar tab. And I go, dude, I had two beers and three shots. Yeah. Or two beers and two shots ago. I'm hard pressed to believe that would cost $150. Right. And he's like, no, I'm, they, hey man, you ran up, you had a bunch of shots. I'm just telling, I go, dude, you weren't there. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm just telling you, but man, my staff says you, and I go, dude, I went up to the bar a few times when I ordered my drinks and also ordered drinks for the other comic and your off duty waitresses but who also get free drinks. <laughs> Are you trying to say that I'm a responsible? <laughs> for, yeah. like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? I go and, he, and he's like, he's like, it's it's nothing, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, so that's what he did. That's what they were doing. They were charging their drinks to your tab. Yeah, and dude. By the way, like, even if you charged me co- like cost for the drinks, yeah, or half price or whatever, there's just no way it would cost that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something mm-hmm. weird going on. Uh. The next night I go in, I have decent shows. Late show Saturday. Drunk couple in the front. Drunk lady gets on stage. Again, oh. nobody's doing anything. She gets on stage, takes the mic from me. I'm like, fucking, go it's for you. It. <laughs> I go home. That's it. They're not giving them any ammo to say anything bad about me again. Sunday night is when the fucking bow breaks. <laughs> there you go. There's your boat. Yeah, there you go. I go on Sunday night. Uh... The the sound man slash bouncer slash assistant manager <laughs> of the place, again, owner's nowhere to be found, uh, comes up to me and goes, hey, bud, do me a favor. Bud. Ugh. Some drunk chick gets on stage, tries to take the mic. Don't hand her the fucking mic. Don't hand her the mic. And he's like, he's like fucking big, big leaguing me a little bit. Yeah, like, right, 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 right. And I go, what? And he goes, this ain't New York, dude. Which is the exact words that the guy, the owner, Captain Brian, said to me on the phone. Yeah. So now I know he's just attitude problem. Now I know he's just regurgitating. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. And I go, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? This isn't New York. And he goes, he goes, uh, this ain't New York. That chick hits you, gets out of line, something. She's going to jail, dude. Okay, that's how it works down here. And I go, I don't want to get fucking hit, dude. <laughs> and he goes, well, don't hand her the mic. I go, dude, you have a drunk woman getting on stage who tried to take right. the microphone from me. What do you want me to do, wrestle her for it? Yeah. And he goes, it's not a big deal. I go, let me tell you what's not a big deal. That fucking lady shouldn't have been on stage to begin with. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> and he goes, I swear to God, the guy goes, Dude, what, you know, I'm not wrestling some lady. And I go, I don't want to fucking wrestle her either. It's <laughs> not my job. I don't work in this fucking he said place. exactly what you said two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. 
So I was like, whatever, dude. And, uh, and, and, and whatever. And I, I, so I go up, I do the show. I just trash the fucking venue. <laughs> I'm like, I've had it with this place. I'm Were like, people laughing? I killed. It was my best show of the week. Best show of the week. Of course. Fucking killed. Just trash. Like, you know, it's always, yeah. this is where I hope to be, because I know every time I go to Long John Silver's, I'm like, if I can only do some time right now, it's so much better. Just fucking shit on the everything. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Went, got paid. Lo and behold, what's wrong with my paycheck? Bounces. What's missing? No, no, it didn't bounce. But what's missing from my paycheck? The bill. Mark. The amount for the rental car he was supposed to give me. Oh. Guess how much that was? How much? $150. Oh, that's kind of weird. We had to fight to get a stipend for a rental car. And then he only gives us $150. And then the fucking mysterious demon bill that I ran up at the bar oh, just wow. happened to be the same exact <laughs> So it's not in the thing. Dude, And I, I, I went home. Before I left, they put down a headshot. And he said, can you autograph this? The, the kid that gave me shit about the girl. He goes, can you autograph the headshot for the wall? I was like, no. no, no. I didn't do it. Um, I don't think I said no to him. I think I just didn't do it. I was just, like, I'm he just left not, and you I'm just left it. And yeah, not doing yeah. that. Because I noticed the whole room is plastered with headshots of comedians that are autographed that I respect. Yeah. I re- like, uh, that I respect. And then in that moment, I realized, like, because all weekend I'm like in my head, like, is there something wrong with me? Why am I having such a bad time here? Like, yeah. look at all these headshots and da da da. And then when they asked me to sign the headshot, I was like, oh, that's the hustle. Doesn't matter how bad your weekend was. If they think you're worth anything and you're weight and salt in any way, they'll ask you to sign a headshot and just put it on the fucking wall. Yeah. These guys probably all had goddamn train wreck week- weekends here, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, it's not on you. Yeah. So um, so I left. And then, dude, I made my agent, I, I, like, I made him get me the money. For the rental car. And he did. Yeah. He did. And I go, dude, I know it's ridiculous. This is a fucking matter of principle. I, I, you, like, I need that money. And we got it. It took like three months. But oh we got it. Oh, my God. It took like three months, but we got it. Oh, my God. I will never, ever play that club ever again. I will never set foot in it ever again. How big of a place was it? How many people did it sit? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a... I don't know, maybe 200 people. Oh, okay. It couldn't have been much more than that. Yeah. Wow. 250 maybe? I don't That's, know. Yeah, I mean, I've, you have, I've, I've had gigs like that where, like, you, uh, you like, somebody's calling you unfunny for fucking 25 minutes, and uh, and then you have to tell them, get the fuck out of here. Like, you have to do the policing. <laughs> you had to kick them it's out. It's the fucking worst. Well, yeah, I, it's, so, yeah. Did I tell you when I did, I did a show on Long Island, it was at a dance club. And, like, on the dance floor, they set up, like, the whole comedy setup. Yeah. And I had a guy in the front row, and he was giving me shit, and he was, like, he was, and I, I, was, I was fucking around with him a little bit, and it was fine. And then he was, like, blow me. And I'm, like, I'm, like, no, oh, I can't right now. You gotta wait till after the show. We'll do it yeah, then, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, oh, wait, no, we're playing with him back and forth. And he's, like, 
And he freaks out at one point and he goes, You want to blow a New York City fireman? You go right ahead. <laughs> and I go, Okay, cool, let's do it. Like, like Chucky, he's still trying to joke around. And he goes, and Out of nowhere, he goes, 246 of my friends died that day, my friend. Oh. And he goes, you want to make a joke about that? I go, About September 11th? Yeah. No. I'm like, Where did that come from? And then he goes, We go back and forth. He's, I'm like, And I'm like, And everybody's booing this dude and they drag the, they yeah, drag yeah. the dude out. But it was, he wrote September 11th. Dude, it's so but crazy. A blowjob to September 11th. You know, I, one of the funniest uh, stories ever, it's a club you and I have both worked, but then there's like the opposite of it where like somebody, like the owner is so comedy friendly that I heard the story, uh, you know, and it's a fun story, but I don't know if I should mention the exact name of the guy, but like there's a woman in a wheelchair who said something to somebody on stage and the owner fucking walks in the room, grabs the wheelchair and wheels her out of the showroom and says, you shut the fuck up. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. That's amazing. That's how it should be. You, should, you don't get a pass to be an asshole. That's what bothered me. Like I used to do a bit on what well, was a story that I would tell on stage about like these people in the Navy heckling me. Yeah. And like I'd always start the bit by saying like I support the troops. I try to do like shows yeah. whenever I can to support the troops in any way possible. Like I. I have family that have served. I have mm-hmm. dear friends that have served. Like, but it doesn't mean that you can't be an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. troops can be assholes. That's possible. And like, they pulled the fucking uh, Iraq card. Like, like they got kicked out. And I was like, "Get out of here! You're a fucking asshole, man!" And the guy's like, "I'll just go defend your country. That's all." Oh and fuck like, you! Dude, fuck you, man! Not about that. Like, so in Iraq, you- you're not doing it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, I actually, yeah. I have that story too, yeah. where I had a guy, a Marine Corps guy, literally go. The way he was heckling me, he wasn't he wasn't reacting to anything I was saying. He just kept going, "United States Marine Corps, United States Marine Corps." He just kept saying that over and over again. Right, like the end of fucking jar. And he was loaded, and I said, "I'm like," and he was like, "I'm like, oh, you were," I'm like, "You're in a Marine Corps." He's like, "Yeah," and he yells out his division and stuff, and he goes, "You're in Iraq." He goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "Were you this drunk over there? Is that why we're losing?" Is that? What <laughs> <laughs> and the whole nobody wanted to hear that. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck you! Why are you interrupting the fucking show? That's hilarious. Right. Um, right. Yeah. What's uh, now? You and me, like, we share some of the same, like, just horrendous uh, track record with women. <laughs> I guess I'm in a relationship right now, but you know, again, take the temperature in like a couple months from now, it's going to be back. It's an, you know, who knows if it's going to be back to the absolute right. shit. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done with a girl? Like that you were in. I, I would say like the dumbest thing that you've ever said to a woman. That's like spurt. One of the worst fights ever. Oh, that started the fight. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a girl I dated who, uh, like, I guess did stand up. She said she did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never saw oh, it happen. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh you, I thought you were saying she just stunk. So that's what. It was. I wouldn't know. I never yeah. saw it happen. She had no video of her doing stand up. Right. Like, she'd do one show a month, like if it fell into her lap. Yeah. She just never did it. <laughs> Yet she would constantly talk about like, well, what about me? What about my career? I'm always supporting you and I'm always coming to your shows. When are you going to support my career? And like, it just was like months and months of that. And then the the fight, the fight before the fight where we broke up, she said that to me. It wasn't a fight. And yeah. then she said that to me. And I literally, I was in my bedroom. She was sitting on my couch. I walked out of the bedroom and stood over her, and I go, "What 
fucking career <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> it's pretend. You play pretend with comedy. You say you're a comic. Never see you do shows. Never see you writing anything. Seen you turn down shows. How fucking dare you compare what you do to what my career is. I have sacrificed everything for this. And like, dude, it, it kept going. Like, oh, I was like, I was just oh, like, that's amazing. Yeah, and I was like, healthcare, relationships, my my well being. You know you're in a relationship with her. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just. She's like, she's like, fuck you. We're in a right, right. a real good relationship. <laughs> someone that, with someone that matters. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just so funny. She started crying. She didn't cry. She got fucking furious. And, you know, look, I was right. I, <laughs> I didn't express it properly, right. but I was, like, she needed to be, she needed to hear that. Right. It's yeah, like, of course. you can't. You did her a huge favor. You and can't fucking, yeah, you can't be, dude, that's literally like being like, in, it's like, it's like why, like, in like that movie, The Watch, the cops make fun of Ben Stiller for doing Neighborhood Watch. Right. It's like, yeah. dude, you're not a cop. You're never going to be a cop. You don't have the fucking balls to I think that's the first it. time that movie has ever been referenced. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the lesser you. known... Uh, like, it looks know, funny. I've never seen it. It was fucking no. hilarious. It looks really... The previews are funny. I just haven't seen it. it was, it's so funny. Yeah. It's like a dirty Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's really, I, I really it fucking funny. I, I, and I legitimately... I'm not just saying that because... Yeah. I, I want to work with those people. I do want to check that out. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's <laughs> really great. So but uh weird yeah. what you just said. Yeah, I know. I know. It's great. I'm always like PRing myself. Here's the thing. It's like... The sentiment of what I was saying was correct, and like yeah. it needed to be expressed to her. I expressed it in completely the wrong way, obviously. Right. And then she, uh, you know, and then it was just like World War Three, of course. After that, and I was just like, I shouldn't have fucking said that. I should. Who cares? I was already had one foot out the door already. Yeah. It's like who even gives a shit? Gives I should have just shit. exited and got out of this thing. Because you don't like, care enough about the person. To, that's the whole thing is that you have to care enough about the person to give them that dose of reality. And if you don't, then you're just. It's like, why even fucking bother? Well, you right, almost right. did it, so it's like, I don't want to get out of this before you know that I know that you're not a real <laughs> You're not really a comic. Yeah, I mean, look, part of it was definitely, like, a little... There was definitely a bit of vengeance in it because she had... You're like the ghost writer of comedy, Joe. <laughs> Spirit of vengeance. That was just for Joe. I just said ghost writer. Ghost writer. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's that ghost supposed writer? to mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she, she caused me a lot of... She caused me many headaches. Um, she had little things she would do repeatedly, um, like she. And would... her name is Joy Behar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that woman went on <laughs> to become Lonnie Love. <laughs> uh, no, she, uh, she. By the way, nothing against Lonnie Love and Joy Behar. They were just funny names to say. Uh, she. Uh, no. We, wait, listen, we, we're not saying we don't want to work with Lonnie. Lonnie okay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She seems really sweet. I never know. No, it is. <laughs> like, I get paranoid because I say, like, oh, I'm too, I'm too smart for clubs, too dumb for all rooms. And I'm like, 
what is that statement even? Like, taken out of context, I sound like the douchiest person. <laughs> That's also, why I tried to justify what you were saying. Because the wrong person would be like, oh, she doesn't want to wear clubs because they're dumb. Right. Like, I no, knew, no, no. I knew no. that wasn't what you That's meant. A, and that was just when I started, when I was doing the alt rooms shit. Well, the thing about you, this is all, relate to this is all fun. real people. This is all fun, but 20 minutes like twenty minutes after we do the show, you're going to call me and go, you think Lonnie loves me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the so worst. True. <laughs> What's so the true. Uh, dumbest hookup you've ever had, do you think? Well, I mean, meaning in what way? How like do you mean? The dumbest, you should not have hooked up with this person. It's endless list, Dan. <laughs> well, he was, he was a good one. <laughs> there have been so many drunken God knows what. You, whenever like, he starts talking about it, he's like, have you ever seen the movie Coming Home where John Voight is a Vietnam vet? And he's talking to the class at the end of it. Where he goes, I've done some shit, man, that I find fucking hard to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> it's that same look that you get when you're talking about your hookups. <laughs> then they cut to Brewster nakedly killing himself. It's a great movie. Uh, check it out. I've, uh, the dumbest. Look, I've, I've, I'm very grateful to all the women that I've ever hooked up with. Uh, I really am. I don't deserve a quarter of what I've been blessed with through uh, comedy, basically. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I'm not, I agree about you. I always was, <laughs> I was just nervous to admit that, and then I saw like this Richard Pryor thing once where he was just, and I know he's was uber famous, but like I just remember he said on stage once he just goes, one of the now one of the perks of show business is pussy. You get a lot of pussy that you wouldn't, and I was like, oh, yeah. it's like okay to admit to that. Like, oh yeah, you totally do. You you like I never would have hooked up like the way that I did or whatever. So like um. So, as far as dumb goes, sorry, this is long-winded, but no, uh, go there have been some, like, drunken situations where I'm like, ugh, like, my God, like, what were we, both of us, what were we doing? Right. Um, <laughs> you feel bad for her? Yeah, like, like you didn't want to do this, I didn't want to do it. We, we yeah, I've done that where I'm having like, sex with my girlfriend, she's so much prettier than me that I'm like... What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. You get angry about it. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with you? Yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> Don't you see how sick you are? <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'm uh, your rock yeah. bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been there. Uh, the dumbest one was... Um... Oh, Jesus, man. There are some doozies. I remember once I was with a girl and... Uh... There have been a couple times where I brought a girl back, and after we got back, I realized she was too drunk. Right. So, like, I wouldn't proceed with anything, but, like, we'd still be in this room together. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean too drunk, like, she's her eyes are rolling back in her head and she's passed out or whatever. I just mean, like, too drunk, like, she's in the emotional zone of drunk right now. This is not a good place for her to be because she's going to get way too comfortable with me and take this to a weird fucking place. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one time, like for instance, one time I hooked up with this single mom <laughs> and, uh, you know, she was very pretty and like, she was very cool. And we were yeah. at this bar and we were having fun and it was great. And I was just like, so do you want to come back to my hotel? And she's like, you know what I do? I usually don't do that, but yeah. And she came back to the hotel and we got back, and we were fooling around and stuff, and uh, she crawled on top of me. She was naked, and, she, and I was naked, and she crawled on top of me, and I stopped her. And I go, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. We can't, I don't, I don't have a condom. Like, yeah. hold on a second. Like, let's pump the brakes here. And she was like, what? And that was the moment where I'm like, 
Oh man, I think she's like emotional drunk right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm fucked up, but I thought yeah, we were like party fucked up. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And she made this face, and dude, she rolled over and sat up in bed and stared at the wall. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, dude. And I was like laying back behind her, so I'm just looking at the back of her head, and I, and she's just staring at the wall, and I was like. Hey, <laughs> what's going on? We still gonna fuck? <laughs> How you doing? Right? Yeah. And she goes, she goes without looking at me. She just goes, you don't find me attractive. <laughs> oh my! Oh my and, like, god! I started crying, and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "You don't find me attractive." And I was like, "Oh shit! This is like all her ex-husband stuff." Yeah. Yeah. Like pouring out of her 100%. right now. And I just like, I like was really nice about it like i like kind of like mm-hmm. gently rubbed her back and like was like hey it's okay like <laughs> this is weird but like it's okay like i do find you attractive i just want to be responsible like you're a single mom like so you know how things <laughs> you know how can happen yeah, yeah yeah you know and all that stuff and um and she's like it's okay it's not you it like came around and i was like Ugh. but yeah. dude talk about being on fucking eggshells yeah, you're like yeah, jesus yeah, this is yeah. making me really uncomfortable then there was a fucking snowstorm, and we were snowed in at the hotel. <laughs> and we were just snowed in together, and I just, like, was, like, laying there next to her all night, like, I was freaked out. I was freaked out. Like, uh, I was freaked out. Uh, yeah, I was freaked. I was just like, you know, man, like, she's clearly a volatile person. Like, I don't yeah. know if, is that going to resurface? She going to explode? And that was a moment, I remember texting... Uh, I texted Dave Attell. He texted me at like three. Name drop everybody. (laughs) I was actually faxing with Bonnie Hunt. (laughs) It wasn't. I swear it wasn't name drop. But Attell texted me at like three a.m. and he's like, "Are you in New York? Are you are you out?" It was like this is eight years ago, and uh, and I wrote back. I'm snowed in at a hotel with a potential psycho, potential psychopath. <laughs> I'm really freaked out. And then he responded with like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like an Atel thing. Yeah. Like, like, ah, oh, well, <laughs> you know, man, the snowplow. <laughs> like he said like yeah. this really Atel thing that was really yeah. funny in the text, and I can't remember what he said. And um, and that was like that was like the night where I remember I was like, even though it was like. Eight years ago, I all, it was like the first time in my career, and it was and, and honestly, like it was where this started, where I started to be like, I can't bring just anybody into my hotel. Yeah, like that's not yeah. smart. And I've made that mistake since, and brought back a girl that was like fucking nuts or something. <laughs> yeah, you know. But like, you know, like I was just like that was when I started to be like, look, you're a single guy and you're a young guy, and it's a lot of fun, but you got to start fucking. You gotta be careful, man. You gotta check right. yourself a little Still bit. Still not the most depressing story I've heard about you in a hotel room, though. Really? What's the most depressing well, one? Well, Remind you've me. told me. You've, you've told me when you met your fan at a wedding. Oh, God. I'm not telling this story. <laughs> you can't tell no, it? No, I can't tell this Why? story. Why? Come on. I can't tell this story. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I can't. It's the best one. I can't. It's the best story I ever. can't be documented. <laughs> You told it in store. I, I know, say. live where it will never be heard again, aside from those people. I can't. This can't be documented. <laughs> this is like the beginning of like a found footage horror movie. I know. I'm gonna. In, in short, the reason it can't be retold is because it involves a, 
a family member of a friend. And I think my friend would get really pissed if they knew I hooked up with their family member. <laughs> family member of me are totally cool. Like, uh, but, yeah. like I think, like... All right. It had to kind of end. All right, don't I mean, nothing ba- nothing bad really happened. Best. It is a great story. It is sad and funny in its own way. Nothing bad happened. Nothing, like... You know, it's just I just it's just not a right. story. I can okay, I mean it, it it was so funny. But I've never you seen you see so it. disappointed. I really am <laughs> disappointed. Oh, uh, we've got time on. for uh, one. More. I would definitely we definitely want to have you back if that's cool. Because yeah, know, I would have to yeah, my nose is just to yeah. part two because um, you have so many fucking great stories. Um, but uh, what what if you had to pick the dumbest thing you've ever fucking done in your life? And I mean nothing tragic, nothing like man. If I didn't. You know, sprain my ankle. <laughs> I, I couldn't have gone. Pro, I could have gone pro. <laughs> you know, no, no I got. Yeah. I knew it could have been a contender thing. Yeah. No. What do you think? It was just tragically like fun, dumb. Oh. Like fun, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure this guy's not here. Fun, dumb. Well, not. I mean, it can not be fun, dumb, but it can just be not like miserable, dumb. I guess. Uh, the uh, the but the dumbest. God damn, man! The absolute dumbest thing I ever did in my life. Uh. I one time um, was so fascinated with what shit would look like coming out of my asshole. Like, I wanted to know what it looked like so bad that um, I, I was I not went... expecting this to be the story. <laughs> I went through a phase. I had heard about this thing you could do called the shitsy, where you bend over and spread your ass cheeks, and the shitsy is you make a piece of shit come out and then go back in. It was also called like the red bear. Um, no, it was actually it was called the Red Bear because it's like a bear coming out of hibernation and then going back into the cave. And then I heard if you did it, you could rename it the Shitsy, or you could rename it whatever you wanted. I chose to rename it the Shitsy because I did do it uh, because I went through this phase where I was obsessed with knowing what shit looked like when it came out. This is pre. I can't believe you've never been on any of the morning shows. Just... <laughs> This is pre-internet. Like, Are you sure yeah. this isn't the story you couldn't tell? <laughs> right, right. No, this one I don't care. This is pre, like, you yeah. couldn't just look shit up on the internet back then. It was all dial up and it sucked and whatever. Yeah, you could see 20 videos of shit coming out of that. Yeah, now it's just like, who cares, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I did I did the Red Bear a few times for yeah. my friends. Um one of which, uh, they had to shine a flashlight. They turned out all the lights because they're in their dorm room, and they were afraid people would walk by and see what we were doing. So they turned off all the lights in the dorm room, and then they were like, "Well, how are you going to see my asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were like, "Well, we'll shine a flashlight at your asshole." And as I was doing it, I swear in my life this is true. I was bent over in front of them. They were all on the bottom bunk, and I had my asshole, my ass cheeks spread, and they were shining a light into my asshole. The window opened, and my friend uh, Dan's old roommate popped into the window, like like college style. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Clarissa explains it all. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, he popped his head, and he goes, "Hey guys!" And he saw what we were doing, and he like. <laughs> and he right back out the window again. And I think he was so drunk he didn't remember because he never brought it up to yeah. us. Um, so I did it. I did the Red Bear a couple times. That was one time. The second time I so did it. So you got it back in your asshole. Yeah, it comes out and goes back in. <laughs> Actually, that time it popped out and I lost my grip on my ass cheeks. And my ass cheeks just slammed shut on the half turn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
had to go shower. <laughs> and they were screaming. <laughs> I did it another time for my friend Jim and we were snowed in and <laughs> so it's snowed in. It's like a worst. It's like a shining parody. You ever hear of Scrabble? <laughs> we were snowed in, in Hazleton. My friend Jim and Brian and I were Hazleton's a rehab, like where the rehab is. Well, Penn State Hazleton's up there. Oh. Hazleton campus. We were snowed in this dorm room, and we did it. We, I was like, "Hey, I do this thing called the Red Bear, man." And uh, <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is my thing. Some guys playing guitar. I do this. I'm telling you, I was so fucking obsessed with it, man. Yeah. I was so obsessed with the, what this would look like. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I did it for I did it for Jim and Brian, <laughs> and I remember I pulled it off successfully that time, and we like like there was such an awkwardness afterwards. <laughs> Like, it was like we were, like, bickering afterwards. Like, we all felt dirty about it. Like, <laughs> and Jim was kind of like, dude, I'm just, just, fuck, just leave me alone, man. Like, 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 we were just at each other's throats. Yeah. That's the last time I did it. It didn't feel right after that. Yeah. Felt it's always the worst, like, because I remember I got pants when I was on the wrestling team while, while I was weighing. And it was really humiliating. Everyone lashed at you. But then I did it to the kid who did it to me. And it just for some reason everyone got silent and was like, "It's fucking weird, man." And you're like, "How did that? Fl- how did that switch flip within two days?" Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, it's bad because you're a funnier yeah. guy to do it to. I guess I have a smaller <laughs> dick. You know, I mean, that's the only thing that I could think of. Um, <laughs> when I end on that. Joe, uh, this will probably be out in the next uh, couple weeks. Anything you want to pop? Pete Holmes show, go watch that on. I, there's still yeah, please, of that. please watch the Pete Holmes show. I've been writing on that. Uh, and you got anything in January coming up or February? Yeah. Oh, we did December. Uh, December, I'm at Cobb's Comedy Club. Uh, Great club. Big Jay Okerson and I are co-headlining. Cobb's uh, December nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty-first. I no, think it awesome. is. It's a great show. So come out to that. I'd I'd love to uh, I'd love to see all of you, and I'll be I believe at the stand in New York City uh, on New Year's Eve. So. I will be there as well. Sweet. So great. Check it out. Thank uh, thank you so much, man. And by the way, I am not too smart for the clubs or too dumb for the all rooms. He's been thinking about that the whole you love time. The clubs. The I know. Yeah. I covered I your clubs. tracks. Well, love- in all fairness, you told me off. Mike, that you're really way smarter than clubs. <laughs> and, you, and you've also said you think all the bookers of all the clubs are pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'm on this podcast. I always get so nervous. I'm going to have that conversation. Like, Should I take it out? <laughs> you know, I'm such a fucking yeah. wreck, man. It's yeah. really bad. Oh, also, can I plug my album? Sorry. Yes, absolutely. My new album, You Will Die, is available now. <laughs> I want you, Joe's Two comedy discs. is like, I think it's amazing. But it's almost like the Johnny Cash like a record. Like the You're like, oh, that was really great, but I think I need a break from that for a little bit. <laughs> I'm in a place I didn't really need to go right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm trapped in a hotel room with the snow out It's like there. an audible shit yeah. watching that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely wh- whiskey alone comedy. <laughs> the, new, the newer stuff that I've been working on is a little... Oh, this new stuff. It's a little lighter. Not the more commercial-friendly stuff where you go after nurses. No. <laughs> the, yeah, only, no. Only the most second most loved profession yeah. under teachers. Yeah, that's that, bit, that was a long journey to get from the writing that bit to the album recording. There was a lot that went on with that bit. Yeah, but no, the new stuff is a little... 
I think it's a little more fun. What a prop. I mean, I love the other stuff. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Go buy the fucking album. You know, I'm not saying it's too dark. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely... This album, I think, is less dark than... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe? You have so many albums, man. I still haven't gotten Three. Like, one album out yet. It's been a two-year process. You, your first album isn't out yet? No, That yet. we did the thing for? No, I've, I kept going back. I'm just not happy with it yet. I mean, I just am not happy with the stuff yet. I did two recordings. Is that sketch still going to be on it? We're going to re-record it, you and me. Oh, that's what. You, oh, yeah. yeah that's that's right. is, by the way, this is fascinating. I got to tell you. Right? Guys. Yeah, this is oh, must. <laughs> well, all you Saint Germaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he calls his fans, Saint Germaniacs. <laughs> that's really terrible. Great. Yeah. Like he's a pro wrestler. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's been a great episode, Joe. We'd love to have you back. Thank you and so Christian, much, Christian, Sean, is there anything you want to plug? No. Oh no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay too. I'm thank good. you very much. Right. I appreciate it. All right, thank you guys. Bye.